One of the poems our juniors memorize in their spring semester is W.B. Yeats' famous lyric, The Lake Isle of Innisfree. Uh, they come to this poem after reading the Romantic poets. They have a sense of uh, nature as, as the Romantics understand it. But somehow Yeats brings a different dimension to this impulse that we find to go back to the natural world in the romantic imagination. For him, it's a kind of symbolic movement. And I think you feel it particularly in this poem, which I'm going to recite and then, then talk about in terms of the text itself. The Lake Isle of Innisfree. I will arise and go now and go to Innisfree and a small cabin build there of clay and wattles made. Nine bean rows will I have there, a hive for the honey bee, and live alone in the bee loud glade. And I shall have some peace there, for peace comes dropping slow, dropping from the veils of the morning to where the cricket sings. There midnight's all a glimmer, and noon a purple glow, an evening full of the linnet's wings. I will arise and go now, for always night and day, I hear lake water lapping with low sounds by the shore. When I stand on the roadway or in the pavement's gray, I hear it in the deep heart's core. That's a poem the, the juniors love. Uh, one junior, finished her recitation of that recently and said, I love that poem. And it's easy to see why. It's about that movement from the busyness of, of the city back into the calm and the simplicity of the natural world and more than just the natural world, this kind of archetypal aisle, this um, place where you go that reminds you of Calypso's Island in the Odyssey or um, other Edenic places. Uh, it's a poem that Yeats based partly on his reading of, of um, Henry David Thoreau and Walden, um, in which Thoreau tries to drive life back to its essentials by moving into his cabin outside uh, the town of Concord, Massachusetts. That's all a little mythologized, as, as we know, because the road didn't exactly take off for the wilderness, did he? he? He went to some land owned by Ralph Waldo Emerson and built his cabin about two miles from Concord. So anyway, um, but Yeats's romantic imagination here goes to this spot. So let's just look at the text of the poem for a minute. And let me point out a few things before I close. Notice that the lines of this poem are longer than the usual iambic pentameter line, which is sort of the standard one for, for English. Um, it's certainly the standard for the sonnet. Uh, it's usually contrasted or rivaled in popularity by the ballad stanza, which has eight syllables and then six. Um, this is also the stanza used for most hymns. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, new line, that saved a wretch like me, and so on. You, you'll find many hymns written in that, in that uh, stanza form. 
Yates is using a longer line, and each line has this break in the middle that's called a caesura. I will arise and go now, and go to Innisfree, and a small cabin built there of clay and wattles made, so that there's a balance within each line, a kind of completion of a, of a thought. Nine bean rows will I have there, a hive for the honeybee, and live alone in the bee-loud glade. So the last line of each stanza, instead of feeling cut off or um, as though something were not um, coming to its fulfillment, the shorter line in Yeats's poem has the effect of uh, solidifying the peace or the sense of, of finding home that this poem uh, seeks to bring about in the reader. Um, and notice the length of the lines in the middle stanza where he's speaking of the peace that even in the imagination he begins to find when he thinks of, of the Lake Isle of Innisfree. doesn't seem to matter much where Innisfree is, though we could look it up and get pictures of the Lake Isle and so on. It's more a, a space in the, in the imagination. It's a, a shelter, a kind of haven where when things get too dense. This is a, a familiar idea in Wordsworth, where things get too densely um, overwhelming in, in the city. You, you retreat in the imagination to this, to this haven. I think it's literally the idea of a retreat. It's why many of us love to go to monasteries like um, Walburga or Christ in the Desert to recollect ourselves and to have a serenity that bears us forward. Same thing I think Yeats is getting at in this poem. Notice in the last stanza, when I stand on the roadway or on the pavement's gray, I hear it in the deep heart's core, almost as though his own heartbeat were taking up the rhythm of the lake aisle and the water lapping around it.